0: Podkiss 152, whose vault is it? It's now mine. I got the vault, Gary. <laughs> it's no one's vault but yours. That's right. All right,
1: Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting.
0: Welcome back to your podcast. I am Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and as usual I'm joined by Gary Schaller. Hey hey. How are you today, sir? I'm doing alright, man. I but I don't think I'm doing as alright
2: as you are, Mr. Vault.
0: Well <laughs> how I'm doing uh depends on the moment at times. Uh it's it's been a rough month. Yeah. For those who may not know, I February was not a good month for me.
2: No, it wasn't it wasn't a banner month. <laughs>
0: towards the end of January I kind of started feeling bad and contacted a doctor and I said I really need an antibiotic for this cellulitis thing it's starting to flare up and well we can't really do anything about it until it actually gets here but so it got here and uh, along with a lot of stuff that comes with the cellulitis and extreme fever and being very sick you also kind of sleep a lot and don't remember your name and stuff like that. And I was going to the,
2: you were like disoriented and stuff. You know, it's scary because, uh, you know, once or twice I've, I've talked to you when um, this sort of thing has happened and it's like, where's Ken bring Ken back, man.
0: Yeah. Well, Ken's in there trying to talk, but he can barely string a sentence together. Anyway, uh, one night I was going to the bathroom and I fell head forward (laughs) passed out several times and uh, my wife had to call in to the fire department and they had to come and uh, get me out of the bathroom which mean that they had to my legs somehow or another got wrapped behind the toilet so in order to get me out they had to like tear the toilet apart and uh, they also had to carry me into an ambulance and they asked me my name they asked me my wife's name and I couldn't tell them anything. I have very little memory of
2: this at all. I mean, this is kind of a classic, like, woke up in the hospital kind of thing, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like two days later. Two days And I was in ICU for eight days, and you fine folks decided to take it on to themselves and do some really cool things, and Tim Powers set up a hotline, and it was amazing the amount of people and who called. I mean, there's people that you know and don't know, and some people like this, for example.
3: Hi, Ken. Gene Simmons calling. Hey, listen, everybody in your town tells me you're torturing the nurses in the hospital over there, and I just wanted to call you and uh, tell you what a powerful and attractive man you are. Everybody says you're cool beyond cool, and we send you our best wishes and want to I want you to get out of there. Here's to a speedy recovery. Come on out and join the rest of us out here in the, rest, in the uh, big wide world, okay? Stay well, be happy.
4: Hey, Ken, it's Bruce Kulick here. And I want you to get better really fast and get back to doing what you love. Talking about the band that you love, KISS, okay? So feel better, all right? Hope all is going to improve for you. Bye.
5: Hey Mr. Ken Mills, it's Peter Tork. So you're not feeling well, pal. Here's hoping you get better real soon. Take good care.
0: Just imagine you're laying in the hospital bed and you hear Peter Tork, Gene Simmons and Bruce Kulick. It's
2: just unbelievable, dude.
0: Telling you to get well
2: and get back at things and Actually, I have to say, uh, it's not unbelievable, you know, it's amazing and cool and all that stuff, but it's not unbelievable because you are really a good person and much loved. You've had such an incredible role in the podcasting community, bringing people together from all kinds of fandoms and all kinds, like all over the globe, you know, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass by saying this, but you know, we love you, Ken. And, and like, it's, it's not unbelievable how many people came forward and were like, dude, Ken's sick. Shit.
0: Well, it was amazing. And there were a lot of people that sent well wishes and cards. And, and at that point I knew that I would not be out of the hospital, and I—it's uh, it, kind of weird because it seems like I know a little bit more than the doctors about this because I, I was in f- the hospital once for 80 days with this, so yeah. I knew that uh, there was no way I was going to meet the Gene Simmons vault date, right? Right. And so I talked to the one doctor there, and I said, "Listen, if I can do the same thing here and be able to work out and get." a little bit back to square if you will put me on IV antibiotics. Right. He checked out my leg and how my vitals were, and he said, well, let's give it a shot. And that meant Linda, my wife, had to learn how to do an IV antibiotic, which was very scary for her right. You know, to, right. to run an IV line. But they trained us, and we did it. There was no way I was going to miss the vault, right? There's just right. no way. I, I actually thought, well, maybe I'd have Matt Porter or you or somebody go in my place. I didn't know how it would work. But we got to a point where I could travel, and it was hard for me to walk. And I could walk about 20, 25, 30 feet, and then I'd have to sit down. So I have this thing called a rollator, and it's the heaviest metal of all rollators. It's 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 a weird thing. It's kind of like a walker. Right. It's got four wheels and brakes and there's a chair in it built within it and you can put the brakes on and you have a, a chair you can sit in so it's a pretty cool thing so let me explain to you what happened here's here's the day that we get up to st louis and and here we go where the the event's starting we pull in and the first people we see are jody have Not and his lovely girlfriend amber so we know that you know everything's cool linda pulls up and she gets out and gets the roll later. I wheel in, Jody and Amber show up, and it was cool to talk to them. And she goes and parks the car because you just can't park right there, right? So you got to find a place. And mm-hmm. At which point, Jody, have not, is hanging out with me. And the guy is great, and he's such a lifesaver and a sweet guy. And he, he said, man, if, if you need anything, let me know. But it, right. it gets even better. So this gentleman comes walking up to me, and he says, my name is Eric, and are you Ken Mills? And I say, yes, I am. And he said, well, I'm, I'm Eric, and he introduced himself. I'm from Rhino and Warner, and I'm here today to take care of you. Anything you need, I'll take care of you. I'd like to get you checked in right now. And I said, well, I have to get in that line. He says, you don't have to get in that line. We're going to take care of you. And I, and I said, well, I don't have my lanyards. Linda has the lanyards, and she's parking the car. You don't need the lanyards. We'll take care of you. So he gets me checked in. Linda gets in there. He gets her checked in. And uh, Eric comes back and says, do you need anything to drink? Do you need anything? We're gonna get you upstairs really soon. Uh, awesome. We're gonna we're, we're gonna get you up there before anybody else. There's been a seat reserved, and it's got a note on it that says reserved for Ken Mills. So you're taking care of you right down front. My, my head is spinning already, right? This course, just, just blows my mind. So we're waiting for Lonnie to show up from the KISS FAQ podcast. And Jody says, I'm going to step outside to grab a smoke, right? Now, this is within the first, like, two minutes of the, of the day. Jody goes outside. He's having a, a cigarette. This black vehicle pulls up. Mm-hmm. And as it's pulling in, the window is sliding down as it, as it comes to a stop. Gene Simmons, like, three feet from Jody not. Gene Simmons of the Rock Group Kiss? Yes, Gene Simmons of the Rock Group Kiss. (laughs) He, (laughs) the first thing he says to Jody was, you shouldn't be doing that, meaning the cigarette. Right, of course. (laughs) And Jody says, hey, Gene, and and, and Gene uh, fist bumps him, and he comes into the building. Now, Gene's, like, hamming it up for the crowd. He steps to the door. Place goes nuts. The line of that was 60 people is about 100 waiting to get checked in. And there's Gene. And he's like – he almost looks like a Gene Simmons robot in that he's smiling and looking left to right and right to left like, can you believe it? Look at these people. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's just soaking all the love from the room in, right? hmm Now, I'm like three feet within the door. I'm looking at him. I'm sitting down in this rollator thing. Gene waves hi to everybody. He looks down and he sees me. He comes over to me and he says, Hello, young man. I'm glad you made it. And I said, Gene, I'm Ken Mills. I'm the guy you called in the hospital. And he looked at me and he said, I know exactly who you are.
2: Now, at this point, just to be clear, X number of weeks earlier, you were in the hospital with, in the intensive care unit. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the hour, you didn't know your name. Uh, fast forward, the guy on the cover of Kiss Alive, right, Yep. comes up to you and says, I know exactly who you are. I'm surprised that this didn't cause further cognitive impairment. <laughs> because, you know, I, I feel like if Gene Simmons walks up to me and says, I know exactly who you are, I might lose my, a little bit of my sanity. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way.
0: Yeah, well, it was, it was amazing. So he says, I know exactly who you are. I know he doesn't like to shake hands, so I stuck my hand out to fist bump, and he fist bumped my hand, and he took my hand in his and cupped it with his other hand. And he said, how are you feeling? And he was kneeling down at this point. He said, are are, are you okay? Are you ready for today? And I said, yes, I am. And he said, good, because today wouldn't be as special without you. And I, I said, I understand that you were giving the nurses a hard time down there, right? And I mm. said, I, I could <laughs> barely remember my name, but I, I did the best I could, Gene. And, you know, and, and he said, good, good. And he said, uh, well, today's going to be a very special day for you. I'm going to make sure of it. Awesome. And he says, now, is there anything you need? Because I have to get upstairs. I have to get things going, and I will see you up there. Is there anything you need? And I said, can I have a hug? Oh. And he said, you can have anything you want, boss. Yeah. And I went to try to stand up, and he stopped me. And he bent down and he hugged me. What I didn't know was he was doing like a schmuggie look from like when Harpo Marks would make those like mm, kinds of faces like, oh, right. you know, and and it, he says, are you OK? You ready? And then he looked at Linda and he pointed at her he says, you're a very lucky man. Nice. <laughs> and awesome. he said, we will see you upstairs. At which point he went through and just fist bumped and high fived everybody and went through the crowd as quick as possible
1: Mm.
0: at that point he gets through the elevator and everyone's waiting eric comes back and he says we're ready to get you up there i'm like starting to have a panic attack so i don't know what i'm facing but thankfully
2: you're in you're in good company
0: (laughs) yeah yeah he he he, he, eric was a great help great guy and I'd like to thank everybody at Rhino, from Keith Valcourt to John Hughes, who contacted me after I got back. and um, he, He's a great guy, and he said, I, I wanted to make sure it was special for you. And it seemed like everybody along the way wanted to, right? Right. We get upstairs, and there's this great big white throne-ish looking chair. The place filled up very soon. It was really neat seeing them put this all together. And the time came... And everybody seemed to be in great spirits. It was the KISS army coming together. And, you know, the weird thing about this was though, the crowd was not just your KISS diehard in the traditional sense. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, there was a gentleman that was there, great guy, and he actually saw Gene on some business news TV show. Hmm. He loves Gene's books. He loved Family Jewels. He likes Kiss. He, he he digs Kiss. He's seen them a few times in concert.
2: But this is not like you or I. This is not a guy who's gonna, um, you know, uh, talk about the Elder or um, you know have a discussion like read. You know, he's not gonna have a discussion about the lyrics to Burn, Bitch, Burn or something.
0: Right. His thing was, is that he really loved Gene's story in the fact that he was an immigrant, cares for his mother, came over here. He's a business guy and he mm-hmm. admires that side of Gene. And he thought, you know, I want to meet Gene Simmons. And gosh, I can get this kick-ass box set that you're never going to be able to buy again that comes with this book. And I'll get to hang out with Gene. Right. And that's exactly what happened. So he was as excited as was Kenny Bagley and, and anybody else that was there. Jody Havnot, Lonnie, me, Joe, anybody that was there, you know. There's so many great people. Joe Lascon, he was there. And uh, his wife and, and daughter, it was really neat meeting them. He actually had me sign a podcast t-shirt. Awesome. So that was kind of cool. So love you, Joe.
2: How weird is it to be at a, uh, you know, like a Gene Simmons event? And then people are asking for your autograph.
0: Well, especially on a podcast item, right? So <laughs> he, he said he was going to hang it up, like like this one's retired now. So he's going to buy another shirt. So that was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> up in the rafters, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: So as we get set to talk about the rest of the Gene Simmons Vault experience with Ken Mills, here is the Gene Simmons band performing the leadoff track of the Gene Simmons Vault box set are you ready live the gene simmons band in massachusetts are you ready are you tune great version would have sounded great on a kiss album very cool sorry it took so long to get this episode up folks but I hope you enjoy it it's called rock and roll baby Count it on. Gene comes out and he does this storyteller thing it's really about the evolution of songs and where they came from Woo-hoo!
1: That's St. Louis. Oh, yeah! All right, settle
3: so, <laughs> down. Don't get too excited. So wonderful to see each and every one of you. If I owe you any money, so what? <laughs> Was she getting set up in the morning? Sorry.
4: Yeah!
1: Uh, I
3: look, look, so I promised that I would make sure... I know. No kidding. <laughs> I promised I would go around the world, and that's what we're doing, um, and make sure I see every single person who bought the vault, because for me, it uh, it's personal beyond anything you can imagine. Because as a little immigrant boy of eight years of age, when I came to America and couldn't speak a word of English, uh, to have this amazing journey
1: happened to me couldn't have happened without you specifically you
3: and i I don't know how to say thank you there should be another word a combination of grateful and bless you and you know all that there should be other words because it doesn't exist in the english language and i can speak a few languages so i know what i'm talking about and so I didn't know how else to do it. And so I've been thinking about the vault and these 167 songs that have never been released, these tracks, for over 10 years. And couldn't figure out a way how to do it and everything until I met these crazy people from Rhino
4: yeah. who are out of their minds.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, especially this guy. He, and so the entire team shares my passion for doing something that never happened to me as a kid. When I was a kid, none of the Beatles, not Elvis, ever came over tapped me on the shoulder and said, thank you so much for making my life possible and check out, you know, some songs I hope you like and so on. And that's what I wanted to do. So we're going to go around the world has stopped touring except for some big stadiums in July. Literally, we're doing no, we're doing a cruise and some big stadiums in July, and that's it. So we played Ryan is here. Where's Ryan? Ryan, See, all the way in the back. That guy who looks like Jesus Christ when he was younger. That's, that's Ryan.
4: That's
3: uh, He plays guitar in the Gene Simmons band.
4: Yes. Yeah. So we,
3: we played uh in San- we played in St. Louis, at a wonderful place, and they came over to us and they said, you have to get out by 11.30 because Chuck Berry uh, is going to be wielded at 11.30. We go, oh my God. So we got out, and the next day I had to leave and so I said, I, I can't. I, I've got to go and pay homage to the first music I heard. And I was in the back of the hall and the place was full. Shamefully, there was no Paul McCartney, no Keith Richards, nobody that got their start listening to that music. There was nobody of note there at all. I mean, of course, everybody's uh, important, but the people who owe their living to Chuck Berry were not there. President Clinton sent a note and Paul sent a note and everybody. But nobody showed up and I was, so before I left and I was, overcome, and the Berry family came over and said, please get up on stage and say a few words. And so I did, you know, I got caught up in the moment uh, the idea, when I came to America as eight and a half years old, there were no Beatles or Stones, not in 1958. Nope. It was Chuck Berry, you know this? A hundred songs, uh, rock and roll over, Sweet little 16 and on and on and on. That's what I heard first. You know. Without that, there'd be no rock and roll. That's Chuck Berry, this thing. There'd be no, you know, I got this Chuck Berry watch. I mean, yes, it was Fast Domino, Little Richard, all those guys. That's keyboards. Rock and roll is guitar. Mm-hmm. And so I told the story about how as a little boy at eight and a half years old, I couldn't speak English and this music. Mm-hmm. Sweet little signal, you know, rock and roll music any old way. And I started to move up and down. No music music did that. You know, Jew music doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If I was a rich man, I would rather leave you. Oh, I'm feeling it. You just do that. You're
4: serious. <laughs> but, and uh, I love Irish music. What's the of and
3: all of a sudden, you know, this little eight year old boy is starting to, you know, white people can't move. And when I came to America, all I like this, no hip, no hips. I have to learn that later for the black chicks, That no, don't move the top, move the bottom. And if it wasn't for Shirley, the African-American girl in sixth grade that I danced with, I wouldn't have won the twist contest. And so Chumpberry meant the world to me, and I wanted to tell everybody about how it profoundly changed my life, it made me understand that all of American music, and therefore the world, comes from black music, specifically of all the godfathers of rock and roll. That thing was invented here. Flight was invented. It's an American thing. Blues, jazz, yeah, even rap, and all that music, pop, are all these sons and daughters of slaves, shamefully, of America's past, they created this thing, and it pervades Culture, even today, anywhere you go in the world, nobody's going, you know, that stuff. Nobody does that music, it's rocking, but it still continues. And I wanted to take a moment and just pay homage to the man. The hardest thing was that the casket was open in front of me, and I couldn't yes. look down. Poor Chunk uh, was somewhere, so he lived a long, long life. And uh, what can I say? God bless him. Yeah. <clears throat>
4: Obviously, you played a little bit of this, uh, Christine Sixteen, there's a version in here with the voice from Van Halen. Uh, can you tell a little bit of the story how, how Eddie and Alex
3: be, ended up being on a couple of tracks that ended up on the ball? Well, I don't want to use the term, uh, I discovered Van Halen, but I discovered Van Halen and... <laughs> no, it's not true. Mom and Dad Van Halen can say that and all that. The guys did it. They created themselves. I just happened to be there at the right time and like... All things that I like to own, including the air you breathe, I signed it to, them. I signed it to Man of a Thousand Faces, Inc., flew them to New York, and uh, produced a 24 track, 15 song demo that included House of Pain and uh, Running with the Devil and all that stuff. And some of those arrangements is Uncle G, you know, do this and do that. <coughs> They wrote the songs. And so as a thank you, when I came back from Japan with the band in 1977, it was early morning, about 1 a.m., and I had written three new songs. One was uh, me making fun of Paul Stanley's songs. I like Christine Sixteen kind of songs. I'm, oh, that's a kind of good title. Christine 16. I didn't know what to rhyme it with. And so um, the Van Halen guys uh, appear on three tracks. Yay. Christine 16, Donald yeah. Love, and so on. And you'll hear some of it. Um, and Joe Perry is on it. Bob Dylan and I writing songs uh, almost 20 years ago, three tracks on there, including Bob and I actually writing the song. Do you have some of that? We do. We have some of Bob and Gene's songwriting session. You know, just he's just beyond Bob Dylan he's just a guy just, and that's the highest praise I can uh, can say to him and other great people I've met the, the Dalai Lama it's just the, the highest level of, of you, you, humanity has uh, uh, produced understand it intrinsically and basically we're all just people and the Dalai Lama shared with, with me what his favorite song is and I'll show you a photo yeah, Hello Dolly. <laughs> it's his favorite song. Hello Dolly, Mama. Hello Dolly, Mama. Okay,
4: what's your favorite song of all time?
3: It, it's tough, but your favorite song often evokes some kind of uh, emotion. Really, Yesterday is a perfect song. Yesterday, all I told so hard, and I'm going to the end of the song, I believe in yesterday. So it ends with the title, begins with the title, it's the name of the song, it's the chorus. It's the thing, me shall not That's a perfect song. Hey Jude is even more of a perfect song. It begins with Hey even before the band comes in. Then the band comes in on Jude, blah, 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 and so on. And, you know, I've written a few tunes. Nothing anywhere near that. Uh, the only song I can uh, I consider my favorite song that I've ever written is a song most of you don't know. It's called "I Dream a Thousand Dreams." Yes. I dream a thousand dreams. I'd cry a million tears for you if you just give me a smile. I could die and be happy too. And it ends with "I dream a thousand dreams." So that's a in terms of structure the
1: best song I ever heard that even the chicks who've
3: never heard this song when they hear it they go oh it's written by a silent uh, comedian guy with a funny mustache who used to go down this thing his name was Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. do you all know him? yeah, yeah. Charlie yeah, absolutely. the tramp you know the lonely tramp who goes down the road and he multifaceted I and mean, everything wrote a song called Smile Yeah. Yeah. He wrote that. Smile though your heart is aching. Smile, you you've got all the girls right now. Yeah. Smile though your heart is breaking. You go oh. and that then I answer with You just smile. That's a perfect song. And when you get the emotional tug of the heart, in other words, of she put simple. out that night, well, then you <laughs> didn't. Then you've got that song. That's a perfect song. That's my favorite song. When I hear that, mm, mm, mm. my mother would walk around the house, God bless her, she's still 92, and torturing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mm, 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 mm. And she's Hungarian. Talk like this, <laughs> how is the orchestra?
4: Yeah. Let's talk
1: about,
4: you mentioned the Beatles. Obviously, the Beatles inspired you to write your first ever song. So if you could give us a little insight into the first ever song you wrote and play a little bit of
3: it. Well, this uh, bonset that spans 50 years. Again, much older, many times older than any of the women in this room or on the planet.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and when I first saw The Beatles, it was 1966, on the biggest TV show in America called The Ed Sullivan Show. Half of America's 160 million people, mm-hmm. 75 million people, watch that show. And I saw them. Yeah. These little
1: feminine, you know, girl boys. Cute <laughs> haircuts and stuff. They just looked like, in between,
3: male and female. I was just fascinated. And, and they do that kind of stuff. And I've never seen or heard anything like that. And within, this was 64 1864. <laughs> and within a year and a half or so, I learned how to do, you know, how to play a few chords. Academy code, no, that's what oh, i already said. So there's, there's a C major, this is a, a minor, and then there's an F, but I like to stick in the open E. And then a G major. And there are a million songs. You can make it up, uh, uh, give me a phrase, go ahead. <laughs> Say anything, go ahead. White
1: sneakers. I like your shoes.
3: Yeah. I like your shoes,
1: okay. I like they're cute. I like your shoes.
3: And doesn't get caught. Fucking hairy. Down there. There'll be barbecue later on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so I started to listen to the early English bands. Next part. Whatever the lyrics are, I know those chords are, but... (laughs)
1: words. <laughs>
4: see, Eskimo Sun is a track that you wrote early on that evolved into two or three other songs.
3: 1970, 1969. I. Soon, it's about to have making love for six months long because there's no sun in the North Pole. And how fucked up is that? So that was the name, but there, there are no kids here, right? I mean, other than you. Because know,
1: the you are a child. Well, there's one in the back. There's one in the back?
3: Couple. How old? Oh, that's the child that gave to the finger when I walked <laughs>
1: Say, what? No, he said duck.
3: Duck. He said duck. He's a big fan of the Audubon Society. He said duck. So I like the pores. Okay. So I, 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 you like it too? Yeah. Well, thank God. <laughs> so I decided to rip it off.
2: much in classic gene simmons form there's a little bit of like he's kind of self-effacing a bit i mean even though he's you know gene brags a lot and all that he's like big on himself but there's that aspect when it comes to his art his creativity he's he's like a little self-effacing and then also kind of encouraging at the same time like he's talking about look, uh, you know it, th- with gene it's like a, you know look i did it any idiot could do it you could do it let's you know let's get on it
0: exactly so gene does this kind of thing that's part stand up comedy part uh infomercial part how to write songs class right. you know it's 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 all of this stuff and the the audience ate it up and it was wonderful and it was really cool. And at some point, Ryan Cook from the Gene Simmons Band, the mighty Gene Simmons Band, came up. And when, when, I, when I saw that he came into the room, he was in the back. I, I tweeted him and I said, hey, Ryan, I'm, I'm the idiot waving at you from the front. And uh, he waved back. So it, it was it was cool to hang out with him. But he came up and he and Gene played some stuff together and talked about, being in the Gene Simmons band and stuff like that. And and then after that happened, uh, there was a Q&A with the audience. Awesome. And a lot of people did some very cool things. One gentleman, the first person they brought up, said that he, he was buying the vault and he wanted to see what it was like on stage. And he brought his fiance up. It was Ken Withers and Kara Barnhouse. Mm-hmm. And and Gene said there's a secret compartment in there. Like Gene's like, there's this book, there's this, there's the doll, blah, 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 the whole thing. And he says, and there's a secret compartment in there. And he says, can I see what's in the secret compartment? He says, go ahead. Well, they had it set up that the ring was in the secret compartment. Oh, man. So, he had set it up with Keith Valcourt and everybody. He reaches in and he pulls out a a kiss, you know, some kiss-related item, and then he pulls out this black little box. (laughs) He pops it open, and he proposes to Kara right there in front of everybody. And she said yes. Nice. And it was a really cool way to do it. And they're a very sweet couple, very sweet. And I told them that their union is Podfather approved, so... (laughs) Yeah, Free, you know. nice. <laughs> but it was neat to see Ken Withers and, and Kara Barnhouse, and that was really neat. And then there were a lot of questions about Gene's mother and him being a school teacher and stuff like that. And there were a lot of times, I mean, a lot of people got really emotional in the crowd when he would talk about certain things. And mm. So the Q&A happened, and that everything I would say lasted about 90 minutes to two hours, th- this part of it. They announced that they were going to start the Vault Experiences.
2: Right now, this is like the individualized thing, right? The vault experience is you get a chance to kind of go with Gene and, and, and look through your copy of the vault. Is that right?
0: Yeah, and he takes pictures with you and signs anything pretty much that you want except for guitars. The Gene Simmons vault experience is not one thing. There's not any one thing. It is a massive thing. No. People have asked me, is it
2: worth your money? you can't answer that question, right? Like that's a hard question to answer because money has different value to different people and everyone has their own needs. Right. Right. But but I imagine when you're talking about like, is this an, like you the question you can answer is how awesome is this experience?
0: Exactly. Was it worth the money? And I know that we live in a world where people have kiss rooms. Hi, Matt. And people have Dallas cowboy rooms and people have, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars rooms, whatever. And there are people who think nothing and going of, you know, spending $1,500 on a weekend to see their favorite football team.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. People think nothing of going to a convention or getting a meet-and-greet package or whatever, whether it's your favorite band, favorite writer, favorite whatever. So we live in this world now. This is the world we live in. And Gene Simmons has decided and found a way through Rhino to release this box set so it has some impact, some oomph. Because had he released, I don't care if it would have been just the CDs, none of us would even be talking about it right now. It would have came, it would have went, right?
2: I mean, well, well we would have been talking about it. We'd have, we'd have 87 episodes about it, but that's because we're a KISS-themed podcast. Most people... You know, message boards, they'd be debating it. You'd see some reviews on Amazon. And and in a way, it would kind of come and go without making as big a footprint.
0: Right. Like, for example, I don't care what band you love or like, but you take a look at Aerosmith's box set. They're their big box set. Who cares at this point? You know, it comes and it goes. It, mm-hmm. The Sergeant Peppers came out this last year with the new remix. And in a sense, you don't hear anybody really carrying on about it anymore. You know, it had less than a year's impact. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we live in a day where everything, the news cycle is instantly replaced by the next story. Yeah. And Gene Simmons has found a way to make this event these experiences last from the first announcement right up till the end of them. So every city, every smile, every face, every, every experience is its own unique thing. No two are exactly alike. They cannot be.
2: There's no way not to talk about it. If you, if you know, if you're a kiss fan and uh, you know, particularly if you or, or someone you know has, has, uh, has done it, it can't be ignored.
0: Right. So Gene makes an announcement that he's going to start that and that there is food, beverages, and at this point, there's an entire buffet set up. Gene says that there's cookies, baklava, and cake, all sorts of food, there's all sorts of drinks. So have fun. We'll see you soon. At this point, Ryan Cook comes over and sits down, and him and I have a nice talk and get our pictures taken together. And it was just really neat, and it's a, it's a great time for KISS fans to hang out while we're listening to demos of songs that we've never heard before.
2: Right. Dozens yeah. of them.
0: Yeah, it was amazing when the Van Halen, the, the three songs... That the Van Halens worked on were playing, you could tell who was like a serious Kiss fans. We were all like straining our necks trying to hear things better, you know what I mean? Right, right. Or like, oh, this is it, this is it, you know. But it was really cool to hang out with Ryan Cook, and I got to hang out with Lonnie from Kiss FAQ, and it was, it was, it was a great time, and. Like I said, Joe O'Dell was there. Kenny Bagley. There's so many people that were there. Uh, Lisa Kramer. And of course, the number one Kiss fan of all time, Keith LaRue was there. (laughs) And it was wonderful seeing him again. And he's so excited about this upcoming Indie Kiss Expo. And I'm telling you, it seems like everybody is going to be there. It's going to be amazing. But we'll, we'll get to that more in a bit. So... You're seeing this this buffet they had there was uh, ham and roast beef and barbecue tips and all sorts of food. It was it was a really it, it was a really nice catered thing. So at some point, Eric comes up to me and he says, "We're going to get you in. You're going to be the last vault before the break because Ace is supposed to be there." Oh man. So. Keith LaRue says, are you ready? Because he says, I want to film it for you. And so Keith comes back and he and Linda, myself and Ryan Cook are all standing there talking. And it just seems like, oh, my God, this is really happening. This is a thing. And they bring this vault. They wheel it up to you. And they go, this is your vault. It'll be going in with you. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time getting through with the rollator and I'm sitting in it and I'm And the door opens. Eric says, Gene's right behind this door. And I turned to Linda and I said, I don't care if I fall on my face, but take my cane, take the rollator. I'm walking in there. Mm. I walk in and I say, Gene, I'm here. Are you ready for your experience to begin? And 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 he and he wants to do it standing up at this table. And I said, there's no way I can do this. Is there any way I could sit on this chair? Because there's like a couch and a chair and a, a coffee table and all this stuff. And he says, whatever you want, boss. So he, he has them bring the vault over. And he says, now before the cameras come on, I want to talk to you. And he talked to me about my health for about eight minutes. He he talked to me. He says, what's your plan? Are you going to get better? What are you going to do? How are you going to make yourself healthier. Wow. And it was a really interesting motivational conversation he says because I need people like you, you know.
2: Mhm. Mhm. What do you think he what do you, what do you think he meant by that?
0: Well, to love and adore him, I'm sure, but uh no, but he said that, you know, we're all in this together and he says uh, we need you. And yeah. your family needs you. Right. And your loved one needs you.
2: Right that's 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 powerful though i mean yeah you know like yes there's there, there are multiple truths right one truth is like you said you know you, you're you're there to love and adore him and yes of course that's true and it doesn't it doesn't negate the other truth right? right which is that there's a he doesn't have to say these things to you
0: no and he didn't need to make sure i was okay and hopefully that my health would get better and that things will get better for me in general. He he wants to see me back on the road again, you know, and he wants he wants me to, to keep going. Right. And awesome. it was very motivating. I mean, all the people that sure. took the time to send cards or emails or PMs or everything, it was just overwhelmingly amazing. This on top of it was mind blowing. So he said, So are you ready? And he said we can turn the cameras on because he didn't want to do that. He wanted to make sure it was a controlled thing. That
2: right, right. There's documenting the vault experience, but then there's also just two human beings having a conversation about real yeah, things. Yeah, he was being very respectful.
0: So I'm going to play the audio from my vault experience, and which I get to present Gene Simmons' card that if you donate it to the GoFundMe campaign. Your name is in that card, and I gave him a copy. Nice. I made four copies overall. One of them I'm giving to Andrew Jacobs. One of them I'm giving to Christine because she started this. One's going into my vault, and the other one went into Gene's pockets. He signed the other three. He, he didn't sign his own. But he was very touched by it, and and, and we'll get to that in the thing, but... Sorry for some of the audio that you're going to hear. It's not really pristine or clear. You're probably going to have to strain your ear a bit to hear it. There were so many cool things that happened. I'm going to stop the tape every so often and we'll just talk about them. Hit it. Okay, here we are. The Ken Mills Gene Simmons Vault Experience. Just a sure. For the, sure. the
1: video yeah.
4: camera? Sure. I'm here, but I'm here because. Seventy-some people either donated money or stuff to make this happen. And uh, to me, I need to thank them because you made this happen. You made this happen. And Gene, you know, I got one kid in college and another kid in high school and everyone needs a car and blah, blah, blah. I can't afford this. But since I was 11, I've been following And it means something to me now at 54 to go through divorces, health problems, yada, 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 and be here with you. You know what I'm saying? And you guys bring me something with your attitude. This is for you. Gene Simmons, Vault.com, product placement. Whose vault is it? Well, it's now going to be mine, thanks to these fine people. On the inside, all, is a list of everybody that donated. Everyone that donated. Ann Moses from Tiger Peter. John Hughes from Rideout. Mickey Gollins, Peter Torque, Mike Nesmith, And a lot of other people that aren't big marquee names. But some gave $10, some gave hundreds. But they all gave and made this possible for me. And this never would have happened otherwise. Sometime, I'm giving you this... I want you to have this. Thing. And I want you to read this sometime because you gave an interview and I quote you on this and it's one of the most important things I've ever heard in my life because you spoke to a 15-year-old kid and said you don't have to be anything other than you. And at a time when I was tempted by drugs, alcohol, all the shit that goes on in the world, you looked into that camera and you may not have known it but you were talking to me. So, I want you to sign three of these, and one of these is for you. Thank you, boss. And uh, so, if you could just sign these. One is going in my vault. Yes, sir. The other two are going to the first person who recommended and the person who did public speaking because you got me, as Joe said, the clump. The clump,
2: absolutely. I uh, am very much.
4: Ken does a very good uh, podcast, Gene Kiss Podcast.
3: And we should all, when you see young people stuff, we should all just kind of give that word Absolutely. They're going to take over this planet once we're all gone. Anyway, you may as, they may as well have some good stuff. Hear the go good stuff?
1: Down. Yeah. Because they hear all the bad stuff all the time. Mm-hmm.
4: That's. that's, that's but some change. How good looking. And, um, that, we, we paid a lot for that model. Yeah. Now, yes, There's a couple things I do want to tell you. Okay. It's you need to do the due diligence and the uh, you know <laughs> do the you know the uh, fiduciary and So if stuff. stuff, yeah. By the way, I'm the guy that did the. Remember when Phil Schaus had you do the, okay. the greeting for the band? I do. Introducing my band, that was me. And you said to her, who's this guy? Who'd you get that? That's me. I have a character named Not So I do this. Uh, I, I did a public service announcement about... Uh, <laughs> hold on, dearly, Everybody's on this go green kick.
0: <laughs> if you really want to recycle, give me your money. So <laughs> he seemed really... Touched by the fact that people would do this for me did when, when you heard it, Gary, what did you think did you think he was sincere I mean did he sound sincere to you
2: yes, he did and what's sincere is that he's doing those behaviors right like he like it, it we, we nobody can read anybody's mind right nobody can like nobody knows all we can do with each other is be effective right all we can do is do behaviors and the, the bottom line is that he's there doing these behaviors, making you and being really effective, right? He's there he's giving you his attention. He's giving you his, like his eye contact, his love, and it worked, right? You felt taken care of.
0: Absolutely. But he, he seemed to be really touched. I mean, you, of course you've got the marquee names like Ann Moses of Tiger Beat, and Mickey Dolan's Peter Tork, Mike Nasmith and stuff like that. But there's, there's people's names that, that, he might not recognize, but he was touched by seeing the list of the names.
2: He's also, I mean, he's a person, right? I mean, he's not right. Like this isn't just about, I mean, and and this is true from what it sounds like. This has been true across uh, everybody's experiences with the vault. This isn't just sit down and talk about kiss or talk about Gene Simmons. From what I'm hearing, a lot of it is talking about you, the consumer, you, the fan, you, the person.
0: Yeah. And you know, it was just so amazing that he took the time to do this. And I would say it was 20 minutes altogether that he spent. I don't know, you know, there's some mileage will vary. Like I know Kenny Begley was the last one to get the vault experience done in St. Louis and Gene signed a bunch of stuff for him, but it was a truncated version because everyone was tired. It was late at night and, and Kenny's seen Gene 10 million times. but, you know, it was it was great and he posted that on YouTube as well. It was a pretty cool clip and I enjoyed that. And Kenny it was great seeing you again. At this point, something
2: amazing happens. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the part where it gets more insane.
0: And if you see the video, I, I, I think I'm gonna to try to put it up on YouTube. When I heard Gene Simmons say, Ace Fraley, Ace is here. I, I I spun my head around slowly, and I could all I could see from where I was sitting was there was a, a bright light with a dark hallway, and all of a sudden this shape comes up towards me, and you hear that voice, and he steps out of the shadow, and there is Ace Fraley. So here is Ace Fraley. Ace
1: Fre- Ace Fraley,
4: hey! hey, good to see you. I was waiting how you doing? for there, my brother. I'm doing great. And a hug? This is a the hug? guy. This is the guy. Oh my goodness, he's really crashing. I man. just,
5: my spaceship just landed, man. <laughs> good, but he had no place to park it, so I don't know that it it flew off. I think it's on top of one of the uh, say, say buildings. Say hi just, to that camera <laughs> over here. So good
4: to see you.
1: How and how he's to and he's trimming there. down, oh, yeah. oh my God, he's losing all his weight. Um,
4: anyway, <laughs> you, you need to do the due dil- dis- diligence dis- And get the
1: Gene hey, band, I'll right? talk to you after You guys
4: need to do some CDs and DVDs And here's uh, the here's the whole thing, the sales pitch Gene Simmons band I it. I it. And you put out a live CD live DVD oh, That's straight up live No editing, cool. no going back and fixing oh, everything. Kansas City gets Kansas okay. City You can order online the band will take care of the recording. We get the venue to do the filming. Print, print, sell. Well, I guess we can tell everybody else to fuck
1: <laughs> off because we've
4: run out of time. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry. Don't be sorry. Be proud and happy. I this, am. This is here. Everything's good. I know this. What, what the, should I write? To Ken.
4: Two Ken yes. slash not Jean.
3: Hey, Ace, so there's food over there.
4: You can get a up, too. And here you go. You can't listen to nobody else. you just got to believe in yourself. How's
5: that for coming prepared? you got it all figure out, yeah? See, yeah, that's, what you, that's what I like, a fan that's prepared. <laughs> if you're going to have your boobies, signed, have them out before. <laughs> Sometimes I do mean greets, and these fans come with bags. and like... Nothing's pulled out. Nothing's. Everything's stuck in the silver, in, in the cellophane. They don't know what they want. They're, all, they, they're dropping stuff on the floor. I'm going. All right. Well, there's you know there's 50 people waiting. Can you like get your act together a little? But, uh, you, know, you gotta be patient. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
4: I'm filming it for him, but we'll
0: reason, have you ready in Indy.
4: Looking crazy. good,
0: Ace. He comes up grabs my hand, gives me a hug. I'm I'm just tripping right now, right?
2: At this point you're hanging out with half of Kiss Alive.
0: Yeah. Well more importantly, like I was I was really struck that day that as we're coming up on the fortieth anniversary of the solo albums, right? Right. These are two of those guys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I've I've met Kiss. Period. I've I've met them, you know. But this was different. This was really different. I mean, when is the last time Ace Frehley just walked up and hugged
2: you,
0: <laughs> shook your hand? Hey, there's my buddy, you know.
2: Right. And so not, not every day that this sort of thing happens.
0: Right. Now, it, it, as you listen, every once in a while you'll hear Gene say, "Ace, there's food over there." And it's weird because. Gene turns into like
2: uh, Grandma Gene.
0: Yeah, Grandma Gene. Ace, you know, you, you here get something to eat. Here, have something to eat. Right. And at some point, Ace says something like, "I had breakfast at three in the afternoon, or something like that." You know how he does. <laughs> right. But uh, it's it's amazing. And
2: uh, isn't this what we want? I mean, not just like. Isn't this what we want? The opportunity to hang out with Gene and Ace, right? But isn't this what we want, right? It's been, shit, what, uh, 17 years since they played together on a stage. There's so much you know, drama and bitterness and all this stuff, m- much of which I imagine is just kind of stoked by the fans, cultivated by our own like, interest in soap operas. But isn't this what we want? These guys, all these years later, hanging out and just friendly? Right? Isn't this how we wanted this to, to wind up? Is with Gina Gene, Gene and Ace being able to just kind of chill in the same room, be with fans, tell stories, take care of each other.
0: yes, it absolutely. And the amazing thing is is that you know, I, I told Ace I I said to Ace, It does my heart good to see you guys hang out. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't care if you guys get back together. I don't care if there's a reunion or not. I just, I just, you know, we all need to get along. And Ace said, you're right. You know, we, we're, you see something, this was off camera. He said, you know, we're all, we're all like brothers and friends. And sometimes you get along and sometimes you don't, but life's short.
2: Wow. That's, that was very cool of you to say those things to him, you know, cause, uh, I don't know if I would have had the the courage to call the elephant in the room, so to speak, and say, like, hey, man, things haven't always been rosy. I'm glad to see that you guys are, are, are being decent.
0: Well, Ace also – he seems to be in a really great place right now. Good. He – He was fantastic, and well, he he was there, and they were saying, "Well, do you like this?" And he goes, "Well, what do you got to drink?" And he's like, "Ah, "I don't like that," and "Oh, I like that," and he says, "I used to drink that when I was drinking, but it was mixed, so I don't ever drink it because it makes him think." You know, he's avoiding the thing.
2: He said that.
0: That like that that's a that's like a trigger. You know, I can't like
2: he. he, But he said he those words. Something, yeah,
0: it was something to the effect of like, you know. Let's say it was sprite, right I, right I, it's it wasn't, but he would say like, like I can't, oh, drink,
2: I, I, can't drink a, I can't drink a coca-cola because that's what because I'm I, then I'll want a rum and coke
0: yeah, hearing him tease gene about how some people got a dead rat at a previous vault experience in the in the the hidden thing and
2: <laughs> that's good
0: and here's Gene going through the vault with me well, Great, you're. How you right I'd like you to sign these if you could. I would, but I want
1: to say about this. This is
3: 40 pounds,
1: and the easiest
3: way to get here is just to, to pull. Mm-hmm. All right, because there's a magnet, okay. so there's a magnet and the a go on Over there is 10 hours straight, 50 years, so 167 tracks. Yes, eight splays. I know. Bob Dylan. John Halen Brothers, office. So it'll take you over 10 hours to get through,
4: so that, and then you pull it out, figure. And the corner? And the corner, so it's too loud or too old in Latin. So let's see what we got. What's the good thing? That's on the open, or that's on the open. Take each piece
3: let's out by you yourself, and I'll oh, tell you exactly.
1: Shit. No, I didn't <laughs> put it in the shoulder. I'd say it. The last thing I one did was, one of there
3: was a dead two. rat in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> And you got I'll tell you exactly what it is. One at a time. All right, one at a time. Okay, so this is a cell phone cover, unopened, mint condition. So you can put this on eBay,
5: so sell it. a few more of these. I think his name's probably
3: <laughs> And that's a mint condition, that's never been used. Now there are females, who will do anything for this mint plant stage pass that's never been used. This is 20 years
4: old. Oh, wow. From
1: psychosurgery.
4: And as Ace Frehley would say, kiss
1: socks! <laughs> these
4: are rare. These are rare. no.
0: So you know, right. <laughs> <Sox> <laughs> that's Gene. He's selling like a used car salesman, you know, like kick the tires, you know, check this out. Right. This is heavy. Feel this, you know. This is sturdy, and he's really proud of this thing. Like you can tell,
2: right?
0: When when you saw the video, what'd you think?
2: I I what I thought was I hope I hope Gene is a copy. (laughs) He does. I mean, it looks just amazing.
0: It's it's it is the most absurd and ridiculous thing I've ever owned in my life. I'm sitting. It's in my living room. I don't know quite what to do with it, but there's this Gene Simmons vault in my living room and uh, it, it, it's still not digested yet, you know, but but we'll get to that as further shows go on. Uh, I promised you folks that I would document this entire thing and today we're you know we're we're doing just the the actual vault experience. So yeah. Boom, there we go. You, so can you can sign around. these
4: sure. and not sign Lindy's like movies. I don't like them. <laughs> What a guy. Yeah, no aces on there, too. Yeah, no aces on there. It's one of my favorite uh, albums. Underrated. I was so glad to hear you play something off the album today. I know that you and Paul don't like, get it, but my God, us kids fans, we love it. The, the intention was wrong. The actually said,
3: let's try to impress critics. So the idea was wrong. Whether it worked out or not, just the, the heart of it was in the wrong place because you shouldn't give what, what anybody thinks. Just do what you do. Do When you run your own race, just look straight forward and don't look over your shoulder or listen to anybody in the peanut gallery, what they think, just to thine own self be true, the Greeks would say. Yes. And so it was dishonest in its intent. You see
4: that? Okay, now you're all done. All right, thank,
3: thank you um, so much. You guys get a picture together? I'll get You stay
0: right there. Come on over, You guys One of my favorite moments of the day is coming up. But Gene says, you, you know, it's, it's time for pictures, and he says, you stay right there. He comes and he sits down. He grabs my hand. Linda gets in the picture behind the chair. So I'm sitting there. Gene Simmons on the arm of the chair holding my hand. And all of a sudden... I hear from across the way, "Hey, I want to get in there, you know." And here comes Ace Fraley, and, oh and he comes running in, and and well, you'll you'll hear. It, but I, I'm telling him how I used to write for a, a paper in Cleveland and for a paper in Baltimore, and I would try to t- sell tickets for him. At which point he says, "I know, I remember you." So weird. Did you hear that when he said it? I know. I remember you. <laughs> so, <great. laughs>
2: so good. Yeah. What? A, I, I love when he says weird.
0: Yeah, but he's not being weird. He's being genuine and sweet. But when he says,
2: uh, I know. I remember you. You know. All the all the Bronx comes out.
0: Yeah. It was almost like uh, Archie. Ace, you want to jump in? Hey, let me Ace, get in, you in, you
5: in there. Let me get in there. This is my man over there. Oh my
4: god. You know, I've interviewed you a few times. You I would sell some tickets for you out in Baltimore.
5: I know. See, I Remember you.
1: You you all get in? Yep. Yep.
4: When you were on a show, the press guy said Ace was only going to do his 15
1: minutes weight. you won so much talking to, talk to us. He went
5: 45 hours. i not angry. I appreciate you. I'd just like to say sure. I tell you a couple things? Please take care of this young man. We're going to... Uh, you when know. uh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're getting
1: hurt. Try to behave yourself. No, you he will <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess mean, we don't, don't have him back here.
4: I'll get him. Ken, I'll get it for him. Right? I'll bring <laughs> him in. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Do you want your Yeah. No, I just had breakfast and in the video I'm gonna try to post it after our photo time is done and gene says well we we, we, you know you've got to go because we've got to come out ace comes over to gene and I'm trying to stand up at this point and I looked over And there's Ace and Gene standing together, and they just hugged each other. There was no need for that. There was no, there was a camera on them, but they weren't aware of it, right?
2: Right, but this wasn't a uh, staged moment. Yeah, it it
0: wasn't a staged moment. Gene basically said, Now listen, you got to get on out there. You know, be careful going out there, but Ace and I have to get out there next, so we can't get out there till you do. So they put the vaults on hold. You know, the vault experience is on hold so that he and Ace could come out. I get out there and people are like, how was it? How was it? I said, it was mind blowing. It was one of the greatest days of my life. I never want to forget this. Of course. But it doesn't stop there. The crowd gets on its feet all of a sudden. Here comes Ace Fraley and Gene Simmons from the back of the hall. Ace is shaking everyone's hand jeans coming through and jeans carrying a silver tray of baklava he carries it through the crowd a couple people take advantage of it he comes walking up to me all the way in the front and he goes hey you want some here they are they're for you and linda goes no i'm i'm on a, i'm on a diet and i'm like there's jean simmons serving me food on a silver platter you're damn right. I'm going to take advantage of it. And I, 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 I took one. I said, Hey, give me another one. He says, you might as well here, you know? So he, <laughs> I'm sitting there. There goes Gene in the silver tray and he and Ace get behind the thing and, and start uh, figuring out which guitarist wants to play. Yeah, Cause like Ace said, at one point, give me a less Paul or give me nothing. Right. right. And, it was sloppy and it was fun. But to me, this is not them sitting around doing kiss unplugged two.
2: Yeah. I have to say something. I, I I've read some, you know, some like a few tiny, 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 uh, minority of people complaining about the quality of these performances. This is two people getting together in their living room to just, this is truly like knocking songs around for fun, uh, you know unpolished, unrehearsed. They haven't been in a band together for ages why Why are people upset about this?
0: Well, I don't know it, you know it is sloppy and it is loose and it is fun. And every once in a while, a great story comes knocking out of the calamity, right? Sure. And and that to me is like what I really want to hear.
2: Don't we want this?
0: Yes, this is what we want. At least this is what I want, in a sense. Listen, if it was a Kiss concert, I'd say, boy, that was not a good Kiss concert. It right. wasn't a Kiss concert. It's not it supposed was... to
2: be. It's not advertised as that. It's not the Ace Vault either. Jesus, like th- this is a freebie. I mean, exactly. let, let me be clear, like none of it's a freebie, but right. the part where Ace is involved, like that, that's just the bonus. Yeah.
0: And it was neat hearing them talk about how where when they were filming Kiss Meets the Phantom, the realization that not only is the first Kiss album as old as it is, but that the solo albums are now going to be 40 years old. Good grief. Like Ace could not believe that. Here's some of the funniest moments that I really enjoyed.
4: 45s Like, what was your first forty-five that you remember buying, and what was the forty-five that you remember buying? Was it
5: my? What was name? the first single you ever bought? Yeah. I
4: liked "I uh,
3: Want to Hold Your Hand." Ah. ah. That was, I'm, I'm older, so let's twist again. "By Chubby Checker," oh, yeah. written by Cowman, Cowman, and Cowman Davis on uh, Cameo Park. Backside is that's the way it goes with Chubby Checker's two cousins born Ernest Evans and Philip. That's the kind of guy I am.
5: This year is the 40th anniversary of my solo record. It yes. is. That's yes, correct. It is. <laughs> 40 years. What happened? The, fir- the, first, we the survived. first record. We survived. 44 years ago. 44
1: years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And No, feedback, that
5: can't be correct. We did, <laughs> yes, we did the solo albums only four years after. The, the first record,
3: 1974, yes. till 2018, is 44 years ago. The solo record is 78. 2018, 2,000 is... I will never forget, we're on stage, Market Square Arena, sold out to capacity, fire marshals really upset. We've played this song. (laughs) And Paul's up there going, Oh, i got everybody there. Talking like he doesn't talk. You know, with a southern accent. <laughs> and he go, We're going to do a song called Strata. And people go nuts. And I hear, psst, psst. I'm looking. Him, I turn Peter. He goes, Which one's that? <laughs> I swear. And I go, You know, broom, 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 broom.
5: <laughs> I swear on my children.
1: Cocaine.
5: <laughs> okay.
3: I wouldn't know. I was so stupid in college, I'm still kind of dumb, but I think, mean, well, in my the in my room, there's always just all full, and I thought, you know, the personality, my roommate was the dealer, and I swear to you, somebody came up to you and said, do you have any Coke? And I said, you have some 7-Up? <laughs> I'm not even joking. And they thought I was a jackass. I didn't know. It. I never heard the word coke, I didn't know what
5: it was. I was completely anti-drug until I met Bob Esdron. True.
1: Mm.
5: Sure. Right. You know, Bob Esdron had cocaine. <laughs> okay. P.E. Pen- told me to trying it. And I, I was watching the race. What are you going to do? <laughs> I forgot. You make mistakes, but you learn from your mistakes. Because I was 12 years sober. A, give me the muscles also. But that was a fun song. You know what happened with that song? Does anybody remember the old videos? I used to drop to my knees at yes. the end of yeah. that blue solo. Yeah. One day I went to the doctor during the reunion tour. The first he said, reunion. He said, Ace, he hey, so your knees are shot. Because, you know, the weight of a Les Paul is just dropping to, to your knees. I wasn't thinking. He goes, if you keep doing that, you're going to end a wheelchair. So, Paul and Gene were kind enough, and Peter, were kind enough to put like a foam thing under the water. <laughs> and then if you watch videos after the fact, I would like drop down with one knee and then take like, a second knee later. Because <laughs> I didn't want to end up in the wheelchair, but you know, it all worked out. Right, buddy?
3: All that started with Ace going down and doing that because Ace used to fall on stage. <laughs> There'd be a flat stage for no reason in the world. <laughs> You'd see him go down. No, I had a couple of drinks, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say you had a bad equilibrium.
1: Never
3: mind. And so Paul and I would run over when he's down. And I was getting up. Yeah, we
5: planned this, and we're starting to yeah. move. They were coming for me. It was always, they were always there for me. When you know when, when a mishap happened, you know it was like all for one, one for all. It was wonderful.
3: <laughs> you will never know how much I. You will never know how much I really care.
0: <laughs> Oops, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are having fun we're having fun and the people that were at the vault i didn't hear anyone complaining like oh that was sloppy playing but these guys would start out playing the rolling stones and wind up playing the beatles and wind up playing the who and one song would bleed into the other and then ace did this really cool version of god of thunder
2: ace did (laughs)
0: Give oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It was you never thought you'd hear Ace Frehley sing lead on God of Thunder. It was it was just so neat. And then there's these stories that uh, they kind of wrapped up the vault because Gene had to get back to finish everybody else's vault, right? Right. They they finish up this story about Peter Kiss meets the fan of the park. And mispronouncing a word, so I'm going right. to play that now. I believe
3: somebody has to meet every single person in this room because I promise. So I got to go backstage. Whatever and you want, you got. It. I just want to clarify what Ace said. He said he's a size ten, soft. <laughs> Stop it!
5: Probably some of those uh, bubblegum cards. So There's one bubblegum card still What about the bubblegum cards? It should have been bad. It was x rayed. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> a they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's, There's a bubblegum card. Like
4: yeah, the the, the Don yeah. cards yeah. from '78. I know what you're Don Russ cards. I'm sitting there looking. That's Ace's pickle for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it got <laughs> past the censors.
1: Yeah, the old bubblegum
4: cards. from Yeah, Bumble Gun Gun Garners. Garners? yeah. Yes.
5: Have everyone
4: ever made? I know, but Gene. Here's, here's too my- busy
5: looking at his own cards. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs>
4: You were like, well, "Well, this is a good shot of me." Yeah. Ace is there, and he's leaning back, and I'm like, "I'm like 12, going, my God, look at this, you know." <laughs>
5: I don't
3: get it. What does a pickle have to do with what? Smackle.
5: Sh- Smackle. Oh, he was looking at. Now you know what it is. <laughs> I haven't right. done anything except guitar. <laughs> Somebody got me at the right time. I had just been with the groupie about five minutes ago. <laughs> Life goes off. <laughs> Oh. I yeah, He's the guy that got all the girls. So oh, okay, okay. We never yeah. I mean,
3: How many women have you so part? Oh, shh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My life is over. Oh, yesterday. No, not because of that, because you're talking about that stuff. No. Look, everybody had their own Uh-oh. crack, and mine was. <laughs>
5: I'm going to throw something out, and I I want your opinion as well. I don't have a title for my new album, that's coming out in a couple of months, three months. Should I call it 40 Years Later? No. No, I I like like it. I like feedback. I like it. Yeah, 78, 2018, 40 Years Later. 40 Years Later! 40 years uh, later. 40 years so later. I have a title. I have a title. You have <laughs> a title for album? Always. I know what you're going to say.
1: one of your, your songs? Song. No, 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 no,
3: Your wish is my command. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say. But he's got two great ones. Uh, one is Your wish is my command, really good, and without you I'm nothing. That's a great Not song. Too, a so, huh? Which
5: one?
3: Uh, it doesn't so title for the new album. Title for the new album. Ready? Go. Should think about this, uh, I, but the visuals shouldn't match it. Just be real cool with your Les Paul and just a
5: space fan. Space Man.
1: Oh,
5: space man. <laughs> How about space man four years later?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it should be a little Like this.
1: Right at the bottom. Like yeah. yeah. Do it. Hey, hey, Ace, hey, I will buy you your own.
5: I'll buy it anyway. I'm going to get somebody to make me one of those uh, silver suits again. Remember that? I wouldn't uh, do it. If... I'm with, with Gene. I, I remember. Stay away from
4: that. <laughs> are,
5: Stay away from it? You yeah. are who you are, man, and we love you. I know. You. I know who I am. It's I know. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, I'm having more fun now than I've had in a long time. Part of it has to do with sobriety, but it's just that I'm at that age where, thank God, I'm in good health and I have a lot of good friends around me and beautiful it <laughs> women. It's just wonderful. <laughs> Just take things one day at a time, and,
3: and life is great. I'm enjoying every minute of it with Jane,
1: or with whoever I'm with. I'm
5: just <laughs> glad
3: I remembered my name. <laughs> so I'm gonna, to go back there you got because to. It. Wait, but I got Captain. You, you you got,
1: to. You got to. So I'm gonna go back. Right,
5: Carly. I'm
3: We're. So we we're about to do Kiss Meets the Phantom. We have a private plane. We're driving. So the two writers who are writing the script for Kiss Meets the Phantom are coming along with us to get our cadence, what we're how we talk and stuff like that. And they would ask him things, and he'd go ah. He would do like a parrot sound because that's what he always did. I don't know why. Morning, new what, ace. What time is it? Ah. So when the mostly all day, all night, and the writers are there. Steve Gerber, and everything. He wrote Howard the Duck, <laughs> which became a movie, and everything. So he's talking to Ace, and he's going, Ace, you know. So the monster comes in, the Frankenstein, and stuff. Like, what would you say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd say ah.
3: Sure enough, the script comes in, and he goes, Every time we say ah ah
1: ah, that's all you said
3: to them as Frankenstein comes up to you with the thing that's a silly movie but what would you say?
5: Ah! So they wrote it down.
1: Ah. Sometimes
5: they said hi, Curly. They put, they put that down? I have the script. No, I, I actually walked into Bill Pine's office and I looked at the script and I said, I don't have one line in this goddamn movie. It's true! So, so they wrote in some lines to me. It was very nice of them and we're uh, all good guys, right?
3: And Peter, God bless him, and we love him. It had lots of lines, and he never appeared, his vocals never appeared in the movie, because they couldn't understand it, and they had an actor come in and redo it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you don't know up go fuck
5: little <laughs> and So, he was furious, am I right? He was furious. When- I, love, I love Peter to death. Do you remember the night, it was late, we had been filming since the morning, and it was the part where we discovered that we had these talismans. Magic, magical... And Peter could not pronounce talisman. <laughs> he would go, talisman. You know? Talisman. Ta- I, ta- yes. I screwed I I must have spent a half an hour wasting time because every time he said it, I lost control. Yeah, <laughs> was, you know, but God love Peter.
3: We, we love him. Uh, and that's it. You'll never know what's so I'm going to go back there. We look forward to seeing you. Hey, there's lots of good food and cake and baklava, and we'll give you back rubs and a lap dance with everyone. <laughs>
1: hey, thank
3: you so much for all of us for coming here. We really appreciate it. Team we the next rally, everybody. Thank you. It's so to work with Gene, you. <laughs> And
4: Tennessee Spray. Thank you. And if you guys signed me, I'm here and I'm So, not.
0: so <laughs> Tally's Mans. Just imagine Man, I... Ace just imagine Ace in full makeup every time Peter says Tally's Mans and Ace has to go roll on the floor for a while.
2: Reminds me a bit of the like it's blockbuster jeans, singular, you know? Yeah. Excuse me, Janus, blockbuster.
0: So, you know, they send some love to Peter there, and and that was how they wrapped it up. But it wasn't over.
2: Man, I sure hope that at some point Peter gets involved in this sort of thing.
0: Well, I think it would be nice just to, to put it, you know, just to put a smile on everybody's face. And, you know, there's all these rumors about this end-of-the-road trademark, and who knows what's going to happen. But, mm. you know, KISS doesn't have to do this for me, they don't have to do this for you. I just, I don't care who you are. Listen, I don't care if you're a member of KISS or whether you're just within the sound of my vocal cords, right? Uh, Put whatever beef you have with people aside because life is short. We're not going to be here too long, folks. Uh, The clock is ticking, so make the most of it. If If you love a turtle, hug a turtle. If you love Somebody love them to pieces. Just, you've, you've got to let people know how you feel. and it, Time is too short to carry the burden of the chains of anger and just, just let it go, right?
2: Right. You forget what you argued about in the first place after a certain amount of time goes by.
0: Exactly. So right. it did my heart good to see Ace Fraley and Gene Simmons just hanging out. And people, I've heard people saying, you know, well, you you're paying all this money for this vault, shouldn't you get this, that? And you, listen, for 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 the vault, for the two thousand dollars, there was a complete meal for two people. Two people got to meet Gene Simmons, and spend time with him. Get the vault, all of the the book, the box set, the action figure, the coin, the secret mystery gifts, all of that stuff. Every, all of it. The the hype the joy the baklava uh <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with other like-minded fans it really ace was joke. well yeah but see here's the thing i'm not even gonna like sell ace as part of it because if ace shows up or vinny shows up or right. you know whoever like vanilla ice was at one of these things so yeah. You know, it's all gravy. Whatever else comes with it, Gene Simmons is going to make sure that you had a smile on your face that day. And that's what makes it worth it. And for a guy who's been a KISS fan from like 1974, 75 up till now, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. Right up there with seeing the Destroyer tour, the Love Gun tour, uh, seeing creatures in the weirdness, where's everyone at? And to the makeup shows when they came back to life again, to the reunion tours, to the Unplugged. This is a moment I will never forget. This is like the Unplugged shows and the reunion tours and the rebirth of Kiss again. If I never do another Kiss-related thing in my life, this was one hell of a way to cap it off. It's awesome. So whether the vault is worth it to you or not, notice I haven't talked about really the contents of the vault, I'm saving that for another episode. I haven't talked about the music. Take any special guests that may or may not show up at the event, Gene Simmons is gonna make sure that you're smiling. Like I said, I haven't talked about the vault itself, I haven't talked about the music, none of that yet. That's coming for future episodes. But I have to dedicate this episode to anybody who helped make this happen. Was it worth it for me? Absolutely, it was. And if I would have had to pay cold, hard cash, it absolutely was one of the best days of my life. I would gladly pay for it.
2: Right. People, I, you know, look, vacations are not cheap. Right. And uh, people pay for vacations. Like you were saying earlier, people pay, you know, lofty sums to do like sporting thing sport things or um or what have you like this is something so unique and special to a kiss fan uh and i'm so glad we got you know you got the opportunity to do it so many people have become uh have had amazing experiences as fans of music kiss specifically but others as well um on account of your time and effort and creativity why you know why wouldn't they why wouldn't we all um repay your kindness with this opportunity so i'm so glad that you enjoyed it
0: well you know again i'd like to thank keith larue keith valcourt john hughes eric from rhino gene simmons ace fraley ryan cook oh god there's so many people kenny begley jody have not lonnie uh everybody i met that day and everybody i saw there it was great meeting you it was great sharing this with you because there's my gene simmons vault experience kenny begley's gene simmons vault experience and then ace (laughs) jody and lonnie had a chance to hang out as aces you know i don't want to say bodyguard but when ace needed an umbrella Lonnie had to go find it for him you know what I mean so it was really cool and you know Ace hung around and signed stuff for people for about another hour and 10 minutes or so so cool and they pretty much took care of everybody everybody got at least one thing signed
2: and look I know I keep coming back to this by the way because I I just I, I can barely help myself but you and I have spent hours and hours and hours of our lives obsessing over this band and in particular photos like this right the one you know the one i'm going to say right inside of the booklet and kiss alive right gene stalking ace like leering over him right you got to spend an afternoon with those two dudes informal like they're just jamming they're talking hanging out laughing serving you baklava how do you put (laughs) like what do you do with that
0: information right I you know, I never thought this would happen and it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Andrew Jacobs who said, "Hey, are you going to review the vault?" and I said, oh, "What are you crazy? I don't have $2,000." And then Christine Carlson Wolf started up to go fund me. So, and everybody that that made it happen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. This is one of my greatest fan moments of all time.
2: Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad it was good.
0: So that's pretty much part 1 of our discussion of the gene simmons vault experience Uh, we will be back to talk about some of the music and the actual vault itself so thank you but before we go there's some really cool stuff going on celebrate 20 years of the indie kiss
4: fan expo with the mother of all kiss expos the 2000 Indie Kiss Fan Expo, May 12th and the 13th. Saturday's Expo guest Ace Fraley, Eric Singer, Bob Kulick, Michael James
0: Jackson, and this just at it, Lita Ford. The Gene Simmons Band, minus Gene. Phil Schaus, Ryan Cook, Jeremy Asbrock, and
4: Brent Fitz. Bobby Rock, Todd Kearns, Lydia Chris, Carl Cochran, Robert Fleischman, Roman Fernandez. The Kiss Army General in Chief, Bill Starkey, Big John Hart, and more. Saturday's live performance will be headed up by Eric Singer, Ace Fraley with Bob Kulick, Todd Kearns, Brent Fitz, and more. Sunday's Expo guest, Ace Fraley, Bob Kulick, Bruce Kulick, Anton Fig, Mark Slaughter, John Regan, Todd Howarth. Sunday's Expo confirmed guest, Ace
0: Fraley, Bruce Kulick, Bob Kulick. From Fraley's Comets, Anton Fig, drummer on KISS Dynasty and Unmasked, and Fraley's Comets. Four by Fate with John Regan and Todd Howarth. Brent Fitz, Todd Kearns, Bobby Rock. Sunday's live performances will be headed up by Bruce Kulik. Bruce and Bob Kulick Band with special appearance by Ace Fraley and who knows what else. Tickets and photo options are on sale now at www.kissarmywarehouse.com. They're pulling out all stops for the 2018 Indie KISS Fan Expo 20th Anniversary, Saturday, May the 12th, Sunday, May the 13th. Get your tickets now. We will put links in our show notes, tickets, and photo options on sale now at www.kissarmywarehouse.com. So... So it's it's important that we mention that. And I want to thank Keith LaRue for all the hard work he does uh, on behalf of us KISS fans and a and, and great representative of the band KISS. And there's so much happening this year. But it's just an absolutely amazing year to be a KISS fan.
2: The reappearance of Vinnie Vincent, no one saw that happening. And what an incredible uh, thing that was, right?
0: Right. And, and now we've got the Expos and... The vault experiences, and there's going to be some kiss dates and stuff. But uh, Peter Chris is doing a uh, expo up in Canada, and just this weekend, Peter Chris was also at the Gene Simmons Vault Experience in New York. So how cool is that? Very cool. Thank God the folks that are still with us are, and just just enjoy today. Just enjoy right. today. As a matter of fact, this young man has something to say about that.
3: Remember the best holiday in the world another day above ground day don't wait and don't look yeah, at the but, calendar to say oh today's a uh, tie my shoelaces time. day mm-hmm. best holiday you can have is waking up in the morning god bless y'all
0: so thank you gene it's it's so true every day above ground brother thank you for listening to this episode of podcast we'll be back before you know it thanks to everyone who left a message on the get well show and I had some people really like those episodes because uh, you never know who you were going to hear from. Thank you to everyone who helped make the Vault experience happen.
2: Yeah, I'm so glad it worked out, dude.
0: I guess it's time to hit that big button and end the show.
2: And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the
0: podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks
2: to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too.
0: Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing
2: the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Criss, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulik, Eric Singer,
0: Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John.
2: You are KISS, and we are your army. Podkist is created by the KISS army for the KISS army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podkist is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkist crew, Thank you for listening to podcast the kiss fanzine for your ears.